Welcome to 2023, everyone. This is episode 101, Lane Foundation's podcast. Just you, me, and Davis again. We'll start having guests on coming up, but I hope you guys enjoy these little short uh, talks between us two. Man, I'm excited about 2023. It's going to be a cool year. Um, You just got married. You moved in. New apartment. I'm moving out of apartment. You can see the microwave behind me and the upside down (laughs) table because I'm redoing a room down here. Um, moving up to Virginia, starting a, a life up there uh, with my soon-to-be wife as well. And man, we got a lot going for us. We're going to be speaking to schools this year. We're going to be uh, doing a, some video learning series for um, a couple different people, and then we got a lot more relationships and friendships that we're building. What are you excited about? We are in a new chapter of our life, right? It's a new year, yeah. but also I just got married. You're getting married, so it's it's been been difficult I'm not gonna lie uh to step back and you know i'm used to my own routine and mm-hmm. spending i don't know how many hours on the podcast each week or at least being in your own space to think about it right and now it i have other responsibilities that are greater than that and nothing wrong with that but now it's on me to go back hey it's all right to spend time with your wife and be with her yep. and just enjoy that so um i actually cherish that to one of the reasons why we want to do the podcast right because we would love to one day just to be with our, our spouse with our family. But from the beginning of the year to now, there's been a lot of growth in a lot of areas in my life. And one of those is really just, again, the Lord trying to teach me how to be patient. And so yeah. I felt like I, I don't know, you always feel like you put your thumb on something and that that's when you think you finally do something or you're good at that, that area of your life. And, and then, then you fail at it. <laughs> and then God goes, uh, you got a lot to go. So I'm working on my patience this year for everyone uh, out there listening, all three of y'all. But um, yeah, so far that's that's been my lesson for this year. It's just to wind down. Like you can't see it right now, but right now I'm tapping my leg and I'm like, oh, I know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, just like take a deep (laughs) breath, calm down. Everything's okay. So Davis has to be doing something 24 seven. He's like a little Energizer bunny. I know it drives me nuts. But so going back to the podcast, I mean. Let's for let's go back to last week. Last week was pretty big deal. Or Monday, it's a pretty big deal. We we mm-hmm. released a podcast number one hundred, and there was some intent behind that, making it the mental health one. But man, what did it take to get to that podcast, Walker? A lot, <laughs> a lot of hours, a lot of travel, a lot of time together, a lot of. Easy conversations, hard conversations, uh, a lot of relationships, and a ton of really a ton of hours of building just relationships. I mean, you know, we started off, we barely did any shows together, and it was just guests alone. And so it was constant every week, every day, reaching out to people. I mean, I reached out to uh, someone today about being a guest, you know, and so it's just like it, it never ends. And when you think that you're good, then you get to a point. You're like, oh no, I got to record some more podcasts. I got to go reach out to more people. I got to build some relationships. But by doing that, you know, we talked about networking a couple episodes ago. It sets you up for a lot of success uh, in your personal life and professional life because now we have this incredible network. We have people like Jesse and Jen and Adam and Thomas and uh, so many buddy and a ton of other people uh, that you know we can lean on and, and rely on and we can talk to and get a ton of advice from and people now that going forward we're able to work together on new things we're able to 
further our relationship and build new relationships because of those. And I see a lot of doors opening in 2023 that were not available in 2022 or 2021 when we started. It's been two years now, right? And so two years of just nose to the grindstone, building these relationships day in and day out is ultimately paying off. And it's going to continue paying off the further and the more we do this. Yeah. It's the relationship side and construction, I think is, I know we talk about it at their whole podcast, but I still don't think that we accurately portray mm-hmm. what it really is. If yeah. you do not invest in the people beside you, Walker, if I don't invest in Walker a lot, then I'm not going to get very far in life. And I lived the life before then that, just thought that Davis knew it. And I, I know it's really hard for Walker to think, but, um, <laughs> you know, you can, you could, then there's still a lot of our industry, right? There's still guys that, that work hard, but just because you work hard, doesn't mean that you're going to get anywhere. I mean, you can work hard and stick your head down and be humble. And, and that's a lot of our industry. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to downplay that, but if you're the guy Every time somebody comes up to you, oh, I just I just work better by myself and I don't mm-hmm. need y'all and I'll figure it out. I only I can do it. Well, you're going to just get stuck in that rut and you're never going to be able to, I think, continue to grow. And so. As we talk about all these different things, you know, Walker's mentioned relationships today, let's just kind of flip it. We talked about how we wanted to get into leadership and construction. Um, it's something that Walker and I hold near and dear to our heart just because, again, it's the relationship side. That's what we talk about yeah. a lot. But what are some things, looking back from starting your your career in construction to where you are now, what are some things, just quick things that you thought, man, this is what I thought leadership was, this is what it really is? I know that's a really good question. You know, one thing for me, um, I, I guess on the on the one side, I thought leadership was sometimes loud and like out there, and you kind of have to be heard to be a leader. Like you have to, you do have to show up to be a leader, but you had to be, you know, be there. You, you always had to be the one kind of guiding the group, yeah. and that's not always the case because right. there are also quiet leaders and there's people that you want to emulate their life by just watching them. You know, they might not be out there showing like the showboat, right? They're not, they might not be yelling at people, well, not yelling, but loud and, and, and someone that is the life of the party, the out outgoing, you know, extrovert, right? They could be the introvert who just lives a quiet life, but lives a, a great life, lives a life of wisdom, lives a life for his family and and lives a very smart life that that if you don't pay attention to you won't notice and it's it's you know that to me is a fantastic leader someone that you want to follow even without them being on the front line every day the loudest person in the room you know i know a lot of people like that in my life who i want to follow their steps by watching how they live their life I think, you know, what leadership is not, and, you know, we kind of hit on that. Walker, you talked about what you thought it was, what, what you thought it was compared to what it is now. But what leadership definitely is not, we talked about it yesterday, mm-hmm. not arrogant, not rude, not, it's not boastful, yeah. not self-seeking, not proud. 
does not demand its own way and it doesn't delight in other downfall. And so obviously I prepared that for today. I couldn't just come up with that off the top of my head, but I think it's really cool to look at this list and think about some of the things like you think about most, let me take that back because I don't want to live in the extreme. I don't want to say most. There are a lot of leaders that lead with a false sense of, I don't know things, but if I yeah. act confident, which there is some yeah. point, you need to have confidence. But if I act, if I act arrogant enough or act like I know it all, then people are just going to listen to me and not challenge me. And I feel like there's a lot of people in the industry that do that without yeah. being. I, I've done it. Right. And, it, and everybody's a victim of it. Yeah. But being so secure in yourself and being the leader that doesn't have to talk. I mean, where you don't have to always lead the meeting and it's only by my way or it's the highway, you know, where I'm able to just ask questions, elevate the people around me, draw from their experience. And I think that's really where our industry's going. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. One of them being that the younger generation is going to have to step up into bigger roles before, I mean, in the next few years, because like we always talk about this, this gap that's coming, you know, by 2031 and it, it keeps getting shorter and shorter. It's not getting longer. Right. So th- me, you, Walker, other younger people are going to have to step into these roles. And we don't know yep. a lot about this until we're going to have to rely on other people. Because I don't know about you, but I'm not a plumbing foreman. I don't know how to hang pipe. I don't know how to connect pipe. Like, I just don't. I don't yep. know how to hang duck. But I know people that know how. And so the more that I leverage relationships, the more I understand who that person is in front of me, the more I try to lead him. And really, all leadership is is influence. Then I'm going to do well. Does that make yep. sense? No, no, I completely agree. You know, you brought up a really good point earlier about just the 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 thought of if I don't know something, I'm going to pretend like I do. And, and that is, I know a lot of people that do that and you can see right through it. And the, and the trades are the same way. If you are a, and we're GCs, both of, both of us are. So, you know, a lot of what we say lean towards that. But if you're in the trades and you're listening to a general contractor, talk about something you can they can very much tell if you don't know what you're talking about oh yeah you know and and so they have a whole lot more respect for someone that says hey i don't know too much about this one teach me i want to know what you know i want to learn it but two you know what how what would you do ultimately decisions for us are on us because we're the gc but i want to know what you would do in this situation and putting the power you know, allowing other people to to make decisions, to to have a a voice in projects and decisions, kind of like IPD delivery almost, right? But allowing other people to have this um, stake I in the project is, right. is that's leadership as well. And not a lot of people do that. I've met people on job sites, you know, younger guys. We're young, but younger guys who are brand new to the project. And they try to lead with a quote unquote iron fist. Like they try to, you know, be the tough guy. They try to make all the decisions without conferring with the trades because they might not think, you know, that they think by by them not knowing something opens them up to be more vulnerable, which is not the case. I think too, whenever I think about it, to me it's hard. And whenever I first started in the construction industry, I was really taken back by this. And Walker, you tell me if you were, but when I first started, 
I saw people that would act a certain way in the trailer. Then we went on the uh, job site yeah. and they act different. And I was just, yep. yeah, to me that I, I don't get it. Right. I am who I am with my wife, with the people at work, with Walker, mm-hmm. with everybody. And that's who I value to be. I'm not perfect, but at least, you know, Davis is authentic in himself and I value that in other people. So whenever I see someone else not doing that to me, I just, well, what's going on? Why are we mm-hmm. acting this way? Why are we trying to be a leader that really isn't who we are? Right. And I think people see that. I think Walker, you hit on a point talking about how tradesmen can see right through that. They have been burned so many times that they can yeah. see people that are fake just because, okay, I've had so many people tell me, yep, they're going to do this. They're going to do this. And then end up, ended up leaving me high and dry. Right. And so these tradesmen, these craftsmen that are just artists with what they do, they can see right through us. And I don't really know where I'm going with that. I, I just remember that whenever you said that, it made me think about that. Do you have something? No, no, no. I, um, if I lost not, my I train something. of thought. Very good. Yeah. If not, I got something. So go for it. Go, going back to really what leadership is. And we, I have a couple different thoughts, but, um, when I think about it, you know, there's a lot of people I read and listen to in podcasts, but just three quotes really quickly. You know, Dave Ramsey says, true leadership is servanthood. Put the interest of others at the center of your decisions. Uh, another person is, you know, one of my favorites, Dr. John Maxwell. The true measure of leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And the last one, Jeff McManus, if you've never heard about him, um, he is the landscape director at Ole Miss and he wrote a book called Growing Weeders to Leaders. It's an amazing book and he talked about how whenever he first started out as a really I think coming out of college, he worked for like the Ritz Carlton and um or not Ritz Carlton, but some big hotel mm-hmm. and he was doing the landscaping at like a top facility and he had to learn through the trials of like he didn't know much about landscaping because he's fresh out of college and he had to learn the lessons of going to the people that are installing and are planting and yeah. gardening and he had to learn how to get with them and so this whole book is about how he influenced these people and then got the old miss and helped his team it's a really crazy good book even if you're not into landscaping but anyway one of the things i took away from that book was great leaders find ways to connect with their people respect them serve them and make them successful and think about mm. that think about if we lived a life of that in the construction industry like walker mentioned if you're not the person that has to be the center of attention, but you're a leader, do it. Be that for your team because your team may not see it, but ultimately at the end of the day, someone's going to find out why you're great and you're going to have that opportunity to tell them and show them and they're just going to see it in your actions daily, but also by uh, their interaction with you. Yeah. And I think one thing to call out on there too, you mentioned it earlier, you know, basically about being genuine about being yourself and people say that you know in, in ways that sometimes I don't agree with be yourself be yourself but but in reality you know don't have two faces one that you show people in private one that you show people in public you know i always heard this in elementary school and football and in in high school you name it of someone's always watching someone's always watching and that's true there's i've seen a lot of people do things you know maybe throw trash on the ground or just toss something down like a drain but then they talk 
some they talk completely differently or they have a different front to the public and when they're talking to a group of people and i'm like i've seen you do something that completely contradicts what you just said being someone that that is in the construction industry on a on a large job site, even small ones, but especially large ones. And you do one thing in, in public, right? Or when you think you're in private, you do one thing that is not the face or the front that you put to other people that you show other people, then that is going to hurt your ability to be a leader on that job site. Because now someone's going to think that you're fake. Right. And so it is, you know, if if you are someone who is goofy in private be goofy in public like be yourself if you're someone that's going to pick up trash when no one's looking you know especially do it when people are looking like it's or the opposite the other way around you you know what i'm saying it's something that if if you're gonna do it when people are watching you better be willing to do it when people aren't even if it's hard if it's it's the little the little things that matter you know we're reading that book uh about habits about atomic habits and one thing they say is it's the little things that add up. It's the little things that you do or don't do in your personal life that ultimately will add up day after day after day after day. And if you don't take care of those, then they could become big things. Yep. And it's the same way here, especially being a leader. Yep. And it could go right. Either it could be a good habit or a bad habit, right? Yep. You're going to start a bad habit today. And then later in life, you're going to be yeah. continuing to go down that downside because you started it. So it's interesting. It works both ways. but. Walker, what you made what you made me think of is an example on my job site. Whenever I first got out to Fort Mill, was I was very hard on people about picking up trash, cleaning up mm-hmm. after themselves, like busting the stuff, like getting after it. Because I don't like a dirty job site. I just don't. I'm a stickler for it. And I was just so pushing in that area, telling them to go throw away trash, keep it clean. And we had a good job site. Then a new sub would come out and you know, maybe I wouldn't be so upfront or harsh on them and the other subs would see it. Mm-hmm. And so guess what? If I don't do that now to them, even though yeah. they weren't there at the beginning and they are not the guys doing, leaving all the trash everywhere, making a mess. Well, be consistent. Yeah. Exactly. And I had yeah. to learn that because I, lo- I would let it slide from one sub. And then guess what? The entire job site would be messy again. And so they don't have yep. to make a, make a scene and go pick up trash. and like go up and so we have a we're working at a senior uh living facility and we have to tie off above us go out on the balcony to throw away trash and mm. so at every balcony that we have uh, in this landing of apartments they're tied tie off. off yep and so how many people do you think tie off every time? <laughs> none <laughs> well no they do trust me because after the first guy didn't we threw we kicked That's him off site. yeah so but that being said, the first time, think about that. Think about there's no air conditioning. It's freaking summer. We finally got a roof deck on, yeah. and you're just sweating, cleaning up. And so we're no one moving wants to all wear a the trash to go all the way down there. Out. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. the, the next hour, just dumping trash out into a wall, it just wears you out. And so mm-hmm. I had to go up there and teach the guys, show them whatever you want to call it, but just be there with them and do it. And I did that for a few times and they just started to do it and learn the process. And that's all it takes. Like, did I want to do that? No. But did it help show them that I'm willing to go help pick up trash if need be, because I want a clean floor. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So. yeah. No. And that says a lot. It, like you said, it's, it's the little things, right? It's cleaning up the trash. You know, I'm doing this project now and I got to the point where it's, it's drywall. 
I'm mudding. Everything's a mess. I'm like, this, this is terrible. I hate this. So I had to stop, scrape the floors because there's mud everywhere. Cause I don't want the owners to be like, Oh, well, he just left a mess when he left, you know, when he moved out of here. So it's, scraping the floor it's going to take a sponge to them to clean them up afterwards and make it look like it did before we started or before i started and you know making sure that everything's back in order that the carpets don't have mud on it the tiles don't have mud on it, even though they're tearing it up you know i'm a huge believer in leaving something better than where you found it yeah. and i am not all i don't always do that i'll be the first one to tell you that i'm human that's not a, that is an excuse and it's not an excuse at the same time of like as much as we try to be consistent we're going to fail at it you know as much as you try to tell every sub to pick up the trash there's going to be that one sub that comes in and that you're not going to you're not going to be as hard on them and it's going to be noticed and so you're going to have to go back and you're going to have to admit that you did it wrong and that's another part of being a leader is being right. willing to admit that you did it wrong that's another thing you know i, I know guys who are really good at throwing the blame on other people and it's Man, never their fault drives me insane ever have, have, ever their fault and everyone knows today. it is right yeah. everyone knows it's their fault but they are so unwilling to admit it and it just it makes you look so much worse than if you just came back and said look guys it's look, on me. my bad like i'm sorry yeah. that's on me i messed up i accept the responsibility of it you know one if you didn't know what you're doing how can i do this better like, I wasn't quite sure. I just tried it and I jacked it up. How can I do it better the next time? Or two, if right. you knew what you were doing, guys, right. this is just a, a mistake. Like, I just did it wrong. You I know, let me do it better the next time. I can't tell you how many times with Caleb, my superintendent, something happened. And yes, A, it was partly my fault because it was on my building and it was the trades that I led. But I don't remember exactly what the scenario was, but. It really wasn't my fault. But guess what? I went to him and said, hey, Caleb, I dropped the ball on this in this scenario. And he's real. He's he's waiting to ream me. He's waiting to just like let me have it because he's so mad. And he's just like, well, hey, you owned up to it. And we're going to learn from it. I said, yeah, he goes, all right, you know, you're not going to do it again. It's just <laughs> something as simple as that. Like, yeah. right. And he, I could tell yeah. he was so frustrated. He's so mad. I was like, it's going to suck. But if I go to him and start giving him all excuses, He's just gonna yeah. let he's gonna tell me everything I'm doing wrong. But if you go and own it, tell him that you messed mm. up. Yep. I'm gonna learn from this. That's good. This won't happen again. He goes, All right, that's all we can do about it. Gotta go fix it. Right. And so yeah. I saw I think about that today. I heard someone, I'm not gonna say which trade contractor, but it was the foreman. Well, uh, you know, I told this guy to do it and it's his fault. Well, you're the foreman, so you should be going behind it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Trust but verify and check it, right? Like I yeah. if there's anything I learned on this job is always check. Just check to make yeah. sure someone's done it. Make sure it's installed properly. Make sure it's installed to the specs, the plans, and everything's super good. And so if you don't, ultimately it's up to me now because I'm Caleb's entrusted me with three of these buildings and if something's not right, it's on me. It's not on him. It, yeah. Yes, it's on him because he's a super fan at the end of the day, but I'm not going to let it get there. I'm going to go fix it. And right. I don't want to go to him and give him excuses. I just know that it just doesn't go well, at least to me. I have a disdain for that. So anyway. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's extreme ownership, right? And even Caroline will call me out of it. She'll be like, what about your extreme ownership? Well, ah, you're right. And this is like personal situations. You know, if you don't take it, it's the same on the job site. Like I want, People there, there's like, hey, dude, like, you know, you did this. Ah, oh, you're right. Like, I did. This was me. It, it's on me. Let's make it better. But you know, 
what you're talking about brings up another point. I know you have a story about this, but um, you know, another thing about being a leader, uh, what I've seen on personally on job sites too, is how are you going to correct someone? What if they didn't, you know, what if they didn't take that responsibility when when it really was them or if they did something wrong, are you going to call them out in front of everyone the first time? Or are you going to go to them separately and say, hey, dude, like, I noticed this. This happened. Like, I know, you know, I, I know you did this. It really should be done this way. Like, let's work on it. Let's try to do it better. And now if it be- there is a time, if it becomes a habit, if it happens multiple, multiple times, there's there's a time for public call out. There is, you know, but it takes multiple times of you doing it one on one in person until it it just doesn't get through to their head you know but right. the first time you call someone out in an open and public to someone i mean that's going to completely destroy your relationship with that person right off the bat you didn't even have a chance to build it i know you're laughing because you have a similar story but that's another aspect of of leadership one that you you got to learn you know but two now you look so much better as a leader to that specific person if you do it in private and not in front of everyone and embarrass them because i i heard from my own subs on my projects there's like dude i hate like i hate when people do that to me i just want you to talk to me one-on-one tell me what i did wrong or tell me what i can do better like don't call me out in in, in public you know i'm i didn't call them out it was some, someone else but they were venting to me about what happened and that was that was big i'm like sweet now, now i know you know right. i appreciate it All right um i even go so I'm going to give an example of Caleb again. He is really good at this at if something's wrong, he's calling the person and he's going to let them know like, this is not acceptable. This isn't, this isn't how we do this. And so he gives them an opportunity and I don't know in his head if that, you know, right now a day he's got that system, Mm -hmm. but eventually he will call someone out again if they don't fix it. And it's not in a way that's like arrogant or bad, but he holds people to their commitment. You told me this was going to happen, so you better get it done. And if not, you better come to me and tell me why. So, again, he, at this one point in the job, um, he even called the plumbing com- contractor and was like, I'm just letting you know, we're about to step into a schedule meeting, <laughs> and I've been arguing about it. It's not going to get any better right now. He's just like, I'm going ahead and just giving you a warning. And I'm just letting you know, it's going to be tough. I'm going to be challenging you. And so he's in there just giving this plumbing contractor hell. And I'm just but like, he called him beforehand and told yeah. him though. And exactly. Oh, that's cool. And he, yeah, he's given like him that. several several yeah. chances. And the guy at the end of the day, he was mad, but he's mad at himself. He's not mad at Caleb because yeah. Caleb's just doing yeah. his job. And he's really he's given him so many chances that Caleb's, you know, at his wits now of just like, golly, is this guy ever gonna get better? So anyway, yeah. I say that because there's a way to do it. And I thought I knew I've said this story so many times, so I'm not gonna go into it, but I am gonna say this. At the end of the story I've talked about before in New Orleans when I was challenging the guys with punch lists, um, you know, I was so boiled up, like, hot, because, like, <laughs> that guy was arguing arguing with me even though I knew he was wrong. Yeah. Like, my superintendent just looked at me and goes, all right, so if anybody ever has to mess with my bulldog again, just let me know. I'll, I'll deal with it. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny because he's like, this little this little guy, like, this picture yeah. was huge, like, 6'5" old gray hair he just looked at you the wrong way and you were like i'm not messing with him but anyway um just don't 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 do what walker said don't 
call people out in a meeting the very first time and you don't even know them and you didn't give them a chance. I'm just letting you know from experience. It doesn't end well. Because <laughs> then they're not going to help you at all. It doesn't matter. You can yeah. yell at them whatever you want. It's not going to work. Yeah. No, it's... Guys, leadership on a job site is a daily practice and it takes a lot. We're, again, we're both young. It's something that we're growing in every day. Um, we've had the opportunity to interview a, a lot of people, not a hundred yet, probably 90 something or 80 something. Actually, no, I think it's like 73, 74 total. I was looking at it the other day, but we have the opportunity to interview 70 plus people, right? And learn from them and learn. They're all leaders in their field. And we've gotten this opportunity to excel our learning uh, by listening to by listening, learning, leading with questions, right? We talk about it all the time on the show. And, and so for you, if you're new to construction, don't be afraid to be wrong. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to admit that you did something that you weren't supposed to or that you made a mistake or that you don't know what you're doing because people love honesty. They're going to pick you up when you fall down. They're going to help you out. They're going to cover your butt sometimes. If you do something... I. I've had subs cover me on things that I've done wrong because we had a great relationship and they took the blame on it. I'm like, no, 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 that wasn't on you. That's on me. But like they were willing to take the blame for something that they even do. And if you continue to build those relationships, you're going to be successful in this industry. That's right. You know, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, Davis, I don't know if you have any closing thoughts, but if you made it this far, you guys are real MVP. We uh, appreciate, you know, y'all staying with us and being willing uh, to take some of your time to listen to Lane foundations. Uh, if you would for us, go give us a five star, go comment uh, how this podcast helps you. And if you have any questions, reach out to us at contact at laying dash foundations.com. Hey everyone. Thanks for tuning into the Lane foundations podcast. We're extremely thankful for each and every listener who takes the time to listen to us. If you've received any value out of the show, we would love to hear from you specifically. We want to hear your questions. As you know, questions are something we really believe in. So if there's ever been a thought you can't quite figure out or if there's an answer that you've been searching for, feel free to email us and we will field the question live on the podcast and you will get the shout out. The way you can do that is in our show notes. Our email address is contact at laying-foundations.com. Also, if you haven't heard, we're now releasing a newsletter every Saturday morning where we're talking about important lessons learned Walker and I have gone through construction while pairing it with the emotional intelligence side of construction of how do I understand and how should I lead people? There's a link to that as well as the show notes to sign up for our newsletter. Lastly, we just want to say thank you. Your support is the reason why we've done this and the reason we've continued to to put out content. We hope that our message is is hitting the heart to the people and you're the reason we do that. So if there's any way that Walker and I can continue to serve you, please reach out to us at contact at laying-foundation.com. We'll see you next time.